Welcome back to Our Opinion Podcast. I'm your co-host Terrence, here with my co-host Michael and Johan. And we got a very special guest today. Welcome, Sal. Thank you for coming on to the show, man. How you feeling? How you doing? Pretty good, man. I've been always wanting to do a podcast. I've done commentating, I've done interviews on YouTube, but uh, we'll see how this goes. It should be fun. <laughs> uh, well, basically, we want to jump into, like, why did you uh, get into fighting and, like, the things that, like things like that? So, I've been wrestling all my life, and, I mean, wrestling's a pretty, pretty what do you call it, time-consuming sport, and it takes a lot of discipline to get into it. But uh, my brother, Dante Skiro, is actually a professional MMA fighter right now. Uh, I wrestled all my life, and then once I graduated, I did want to wrestle at the University of Wisconsin Whitewater. And it, I don't know, I, I tried to get into it during the summer, and it just didn't really, didn't really hit me anymore. I wasn't as dedicated as I used to be for wrestling. So mm. my brother fought, and I was just like, I'll, I'll try that out. And I was 18 years old at the time, and I, I joined the Chosen Few gym, and really haven't looked back since and <laughs> yeah I'm just uh, I'm excited to see what I can do in the sport of MMA because I, I got plenty of mileage left in me for that so excited uh, how many fights have you been in so far I've had five fights so I started off my career two and oh as an AMI and then uh I faced the number one ranked AMI, well AMI MMA fighter in the state so I compete at 170 he was ranked number one at the time and uh, I lost by unanimous decision uh, I ended up winning my next fight after that in Iowa, and then this last one was for actually the AMI title at the Monona Terrace, and uh, he he put me out in the second round. So uh, that was my first like devastating loss, my first concussion I've suffered actually in my whole life, surprisingly. Uh, but the one thing I've learned from MMA is that you're going to take bumps. I mean, mm -hmm. it's nearly impossible to go undefeated in MMA. So. I think about it that way, and you know, it was devastating. It was at the Monona Terrace. It was in front of my uh, family and friends, Type my shit. teammates. So, you know, kind of fucking yeah, sucked. But yeah, it also fun. motivated me at the same time. So <clears throat> whoever I had to fight next, he's uh, he's getting his ass kicked. So. Facts. But just imagine how much shit they were talking for you, though, before the fight. <laughs> I know, I know. And I, I talked a little, you know, on, in the face-off and you. shit. We, we got no to know. Were you gaining confidence that Yeah, I was, I, was <laughs> like... I, was, uh, I was having a fun fight. I, I just... Uh, if I had something to take away from my fight, I just didn't fight smart. I usually am a smart fighter. I'll mix it up with my, my wrestling, which is my bread and butter, but I decided to kind of, you know, swing for the fences and eat some shots to place two back, but he ended up catching me, and shit happens sometimes, but we're, we're moving on from it. How would, so you said, because you did wrestling for a while, and like you just said right now that that's your bread and butter. How often do you swing for the fences in fights, you know? Uh, so my first fight, actually, I got a knockout. And the weird thing is, usually as a wrestler in their first AMI fight, their go-to is to wrestle right away because they don't like getting hit, so they, they automatically revert to the wrestling. But for right. me, I just I like the feeling of, like, putting someone out and having the crowd <laughs> cheer for me. But uh, you fuck all this training. Exactly, exactly. But, uh... <laughs> Uh, usually in my fights, I'm, I'm really smart. I'll mix it up. Uh, usually I like to go for my takedowns and just ground and pound. Really just take someone's soul in there. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I like to be smart because I'm also thinking about brain health and everything like that. And mm -hmm. I want to, I want to go pro in the future. So just making sure as an AMI, I'm kind of playing it smart a little bit, but also getting comfortable with kind of swinging back and forth when I have to. But mm -hmm. if if I preferred a knockout of some sort, it would have had to be on the feet. That would be the ultimate satisfaction. So you said you wanted to, like, really knock somebody out. <laughs> <laughs> like, I met you since middle school, and you didn't look like the type to just be like, you know what, like, if you get into, ooh, I could just... 
Oh man. Like what where does that drive come from? Or did it like I don't, somewhere? Dude, the boys had it. The crazy thing is my coach is saying like I'm so calm when I'm in the cage and it I uh when I was younger in middle school, I was I was a chubby kid. You remember that? I uh, I was antisocial, I was a little shy, just not really talkative and then something clicked and I lost all that weight. Se- uh, seventh grade year, which maybe wasn't that healthy, but we're not going to talk about it. Uh, but once I got into high school, I, yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, just I, I like to work hard, and I don't really like things given to me too much. I don't really feel like I had to. I wasn't athletic. I'm not the most physically gifted person, but I just I work my ass off, and I feel like that's more satisfying than just being like a natural athlete that gets mm. gives things handed to him. I like to kind of earn my shit. So same shit though. Damn, shit. that's that's real. Uh, how do you like like prepare for a fight like the like the night of the fight and shit? Like, how do you get into like fight mode? Man, so I'll start with the day before. So we weigh in, and I tend to I, I drink a lot of fluids because uh, my weight cut to seventy can be brutal sometimes. Uh, the most I cut for a fight was thirty pounds in a month, actually. <laughs> so started at two hundred, got down to one sixty nine point eight, and I I always like get point two under the weight class you're supposed to make but we get uh, actually we get plus one so i don't have to worry too much but i'm always drained but after that i i go and get myself a good hearty italian meal <laughs> some pasta pizza garlic bread stuff like that and then i get a good night's sleep and uh the next day i tend to get a workout in in the morning just to get my lungs moving a little bit and kind of get all that food i ate down mm-hmm. so i can mm-hmm. you know shit it out later because <laughs> if you have it all in your system while you're fighting it's not going to go well but the day of the fight, once I get to the venue, I get my hands wrapped and stuff. I always listen to my music, and I got a kind of a weird playlist. I like Adele and you know so the singers that are really good at singing. Shit. Adele, Taylor Swift, all those people. Rascal right Flatts. Right before uh, a fight. That's ra- what I was right just before the say. fight. Oh, that's, that's Rascal Flatts, the best. I but yeah, right. Like, <laughs> so so I I like hitting pads and stuff, but I'll usually be in my own zone or a little comfort zone. I'll be kind of sitting on a uh, chair or something and just. Uh, you know, imagining what's going to happen in the fight. But once we're, like, maybe five minutes before I'm about to go out there, I start kind of talking a little bit out loud, like saying, I'm going to win, I'm going to win, just to get it in my head. And then right before I walk out, I usually let out a big scream, you know, just, to, just to get it out there. And then, boom, I'm, I'm ready to go. So Damn. no matter what, win or lose. That's just crazy. When you're in the cage and you're punching people, right, do you find like are you just like when you're thinking about hitting people as hard as you possibly can to beat them are you thinking about like you you try to get like, your, do you try to get yourself mad or are you just like calm like just wham as hard as i can wham as hard as like you know what i mean so or i'm usually like, i'm i'm a, i'm a really nice person outside of fighting which actually can be the worst thing for you as a fighter because you kind of want to have that ruthless mentality mm-hmm. but i think it clicks once the bell rings cause it's like it's either him or me right and everybody's watching you don't want to get knocked out or beaten down in front of everybody so it, it kind of just clicks out there and i never i don't want to physically hurt a person in a fight but like i said it's either him or me so at the end of the day if i gotta knock a person out if i gotta beat the shit out of them i gotta do it because in my last fight he beat me, so it, it ultimately matters at the end of the day. Like right. if you're not if you're not ready to go, it it could be it can't be your night within those first seconds that bell rings. Mm-hmm. So I, I gotta get going right away. Mm-hmm. Something that's been I always wondered about is since like you said the biggest cut that you've had to do is thirty pounds. Okay. How do you like mentally prepare yourself for that? Because like at that point, if you're maintaining two hundred pounds for certain amount of time for you to just drastically drop 30 pounds in a month so it, it takes a lot of discipline 
so I know my weight cuts aren't uh, easy. So the day before I go through that hard month or month and a half of weight cutting, I tend to, you know, gorge myself a little bit. And then I think about the fighting. I'm super motivated whenever it comes to fighting. Like, it clicks. Like, tomorrow I got to start dieting. And, you know, whenever I want to, like, have that cheap meal during my fight camp, I just think, like, this, this, this isn't going to work out because I cut a lot of weight. It's just at the end of the day it's going to make it worse for me. So <clears throat> kind of makes it easier, but... You know, eating healthy like that, it, it never gets, I never get used to it, but at the end of the day, I know, like, what it's uh, preparing me for and what I want to do in the sport, so yeah, it might suck a little bit, but it'll be worth it. What kind of diet day. are we talking about here? So, if I had to go through my ideal diet, uh, I don't eat anything in the morning, so I wake up, I have my water, so I do drink a gallon a day, and I'll, I'll spread that out throughout the day, I won't try and drink it at one time, but... Uh, like 12 o'clock, I'll have my lunch, and that could be chicken, broccoli, and a little bit of rice, kind of in, like, a decent-sized portion, maybe eight ounces of chicken, uh, maybe a scoop of rice and some broccoli, or, uh, it could be tilapia, fish, stuff like that, just something like a lean meat with a little bit of carbs Mm. to get my energy done throughout the day, so I have something to put out at practice, Mm. but, uh, one time during my fight camp for, like, a whole month, I just had trail mix lunch what? and dinner just trail just mix. straight trail mix so my uh my Whoa. teammates give me shit they call it the trail mix diet because i told them i just had trail mix for lunch and dinner for one of my fight camps and i ended up winning the fight but i'll tell you what my fatigue i i Oof. went three rounds and that whole time my stomach was hurting and i think it's because of what i was eating that whole month but once i had went back to the protein and carb diet yeah i felt a lot better in my fight but something i like to talk about with my teammates i thought it was kind of fun yeah so I know we were talking before. Basically, everyone's a fighter. Doing these cuts, do you guys do it together when it like just happens to align, or is it more like you'll be one month and then your fight happens, and then your other brother fights, so he has to cut, so you guys are all cutting at yeah. Times? So currently, my brother's actually in Colorado training for a little bit, so it really was me going through the wake up by myself. But uh, these last couple fights, I had to fight kind of. Uh, there's maybe like two other teammates fighting on the card so really i had to do the cut myself but for this last fight we had 11 chosen few fighters on the card so i kind of got some help and some advice from them but otherwise Mm. i kind of do the weight cuts by myself because i'm pretty confident i could get it done yeah i just didn't know if it was like you guys kind of pulled each other up or it was more like yeah we do a lot of us cut a decent amount of weight so our energy's low we get in kind of crabby moods at the end of you gotta be like you can do it bro like exactly three more days or four more days or something (laughs) yeah go all out i was like man 30 pounds 30 pounds a lot trail mix that's kind of yeah crazy. but thank goodness <laughs> <laughs> i am actually i'm going 85 my next fight so i did gain mm. i've gained a little bit of weight because i'm uh actually at the moment trying to bulk up a little bit but i got wrestling that i'm doing right now so i'm coaching that at lafalle i'm the head coach so i'm not able to do as much cardio because i kind of got to focus on the kids a little bit so i just been trying to bulk up uh, just a little but this next fight, I'm just going 85 so I can get my weight back down in order to make 70 a lot easier the following fight after that. Question about the wrestling. Now, I don't know if this is a dumb question, but can you wrestle the kids? Like, if there's someone <laughs> yeah. that's, like, way better than everybody else, and you're like, is it, like, if they happen to be, like, you know, like, not, do you want to wrestle me? Like, it's not a stupid question. You know, the rules for Wisconsin sports can be tricky sometimes because during the summer, we're not even supposed to, like, 
be in contact with the kids at all. We're not supposed to give them instructions for wrestling. We're supposed to, if we had like an open mat of sorts, I just got to sit there and watch. I can't say anything. But during wrestling season, I can wrestle a kid, especially when we have a kid, which we do kind of have that situation at our school. We have a kid that's about 220 who really doesn't have the partners for him to wrestle besides mm-hmm. maybe our assistant and me. Mm-hmm. But I got to coach all the other kids, so it makes it hard for me to do yeah. that. But, yeah, I am allowed to wrestle the kids okay. when I want to. Good, cool, cool. I just was wondering because I'm like, man, like you could probably do some cardio there. Yeah. <laughs> just tell the biggest guy, like, come on, three rounds, me and you. Yeah, I know. But my cardio I prefer is punching oh, and hitting okay, people. Okay. You know, okay. the wrestling part of me kind of. Like, yeah, maybe not with the kids because training might come out and you might. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's something you would do. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe if he gets in that mindset, someone makes a bell sound or something, he just swings at a kid. And... You think he's traumatized <laughs> by a bell? The bell what like, if he snaps a bell. You know, he said he gets that head. killer instinct from the bell. So like, I hear a bell, man. Exactly. Something's Class or something. I don't know. For whatever reason. I don't know. That's funny. So like, I know earlier you kind of said that like, you don't like, and like want to physically hurt somebody so like how much does that really like factor in like when you're in a fight and oh, shit like that dude not at all not yeah. at all because i know like he he wants to probably hurt me or he he's thinking the same thing but he also doesn't want to lose at the same time so 100 percent, i don't want to lose so even if i don't want to physically hurt someone i'm willing to do whatever it takes to get that guy out of there Thanks. <clears throat> question so is there like do you think that uh do you have a plan or like a like Let's say all I all like all a person has to do is plan A, B, C, et cetera, et cetera, to get to the UFC. Like, do you think that that like that there is already a road that is like paved, uh, like to do that, or do you think that it's just kind of like you kind of have to get somebody's attention in order to get a little famous to get up to these bigger fights? Like, because you know, in boxing, it's like you know, straight amateur, 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 and then pro, pro, pro. And then, is that the same thing for UFC, where it's just as long as you keep winning those those fights? You know, there's so many fighters in the United States, it's it's hard to get looked at, but my brother is currently fighting in Bellator. I don't know if you're familiar with Bellator, but it's like second behind UFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it comes with good management because the managers are really the ones that are getting looks from other mm-hmm. regional promotions that are trying to sign fighters. At the end of the day, like, you got to do your job. You got to go out there and perform. So I think a lot of organizations look for finishers. Mm-hmm. So maybe not someone that's constantly winning by decision, oh. which which I've gone to decision three times. But uh, uh, it's just a, I'm just an ami right now, so I'm learning. But once I go pro, uh, the initiative is to finish my fights, just so I kind of get those looks, but also show I can go three rounds, which I have before. Mm-hmm. But ami is actually three three minute rounds. Pro is three five minute rounds. So when I go pro, I gotta put in even more cardio mm. to make sure I can go an extra two minutes. But yeah, for getting looks, just making sure you keep working hard, getting those finishes, and hopefully you have good ma- management and they'll lead the way, and, and like, hopefully you'll get looks. To go pro, is it just like you have to do a certain amount of amateur fights? You have to win a certain amount of amateur fights? So in Wisconsin, I think you have to have five fights. So I already have five fights, but I'm also only 22 years old. I did just lose by stoppage. So I think at the end of the day, what I got to do is uh, get back to the drawing board, make sure I work my ass off, win a couple more fights, maybe an AMI belt. You know, just because just I want to win an Amy belt. Right. And then <laughs> my goal is once I turn 25, I'll turn pro. Because 25 is still really young. So yeah. I got nothing to worry about. If I turn pro at 22, I personally don't think I'm ready. That's so shit. just making sure. I'll know when I'm ready. And the yeah. coaches will know when I'm ready. And so when I'm ready, that's so if you really wanted to, you could just apply to be a pro now. I could be a pro now. But I I think it ultimately uh, is decided by my coaches and the management. And I right now, they'd probably say yeah. no. So, okay. which I could agree with. 
Um, they said that they're looking for strikers. In your training, are you imp- implementing that into your training, or is it like what it's what is your training like? Is it like since you already know how to grapple and all that, less of that and more of actual hits, strikes, kicks? So our gym is kind of a wrestling gym, so we have a ton of wrestlers at Chosen Few. So we're not really looking to focus on that. But, I mean, we're, we are focused on, on all aspects of yeah. fighting. Uh, my grappling's really good. Um, I've gotten second and, well, no, third and second in a couple of jiu-jitsu tournaments. So I know that's always going to be there. And I have my wrestling base, so I'm always comfortable on the ground. But my striking is where I really want to improve. And I've been working a lot on my boxing and just moving my fucking head in my fights, which that's mm-hmm. what kind of caught me caught. Mm-hmm. My, my last fight is that I didn't move my head enough. But, uh, yeah, I don't throw many kicks. I try to I throw try to throw kicks in my fights. I'm not that flexible. I'm just gonna say that right now. <laughs> like I can kick the head, but it's not gonna look pretty. So I just I just try to work on my striking as much as I can. But I love boxing and implementing that in the MMA fight. So if somebody were to label me instead of a wrestler, I would hope they label me as a boxer because that's what I like doing. Mm. So okay, yeah, that's what I always like. I was always curious about because like you can get hit by pretty much every fucking part of the body, mm-hmm. and like. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like a foot would hurt more, but have you, like, experienced, like, that shit? Like, what do you think, like, hurts the worst? Man, uh, I would feel like a knee would hurt the most. I've got a knee in the leg and uh, the ribs before, and that it, it never feels good. As an Emmy, luckily, you don't get hit in the on the face by a knee or elbowed. But actually, elbows, take that back. Elbows would hurt the most. I've gotten jabbed in the nose a few times. That never feels good, but... I feel like once you go pro, the knees and the elbows are going to be the thing that hurts most. But take this as a shock or not, in the fights, I really don't feel the punches that much. Like, my nose was bleeding in this last fight. I didn't really feel anything besides. So that adrenaline is that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't really feel anything until right after the fight. So what is it like? Like, what does it just feel like? Just touching, just tapping. Yeah, it just face. feels like it's <laughs> tapping me. It just it, it feels like it's tapping me, but I could I could feel like when something's bleeding or <clears throat> you know, when I I don't know, I'm getting tired and stuff like that. So you haven't really had any like actual straight immediate pain in a fight? No, not really. Yeah. I mean luckily I haven't, so yeah. that's a good feeling. What's them like when like in between rounds and shit when you go back to the corner, what's that shit like? Just like Oh, it's kind of like a wake-up call. Like, you're either doing really good or you're doing really bad. Like, the coaches will give you shit. Like, if you're not doing something right, they'll make sure you know. But uh, so far in my career, I've done pretty well in my fights to where my coaches aren't really giving me any shit in between rounds. But it's also a nice breather just to kind of relax because you only really get a minute Mm -hmm. in between rounds. So that kind of sucks, and it goes by quick. Yeah. But it also can really get your confidence going again and just get you mentally set to go that next round. But I think it's a good thing to have uh, breaks in between. Definitely. Yeah, I feel like sometimes, like, I be watching fights and people be in the corners, and they just be looking so... Like, damn, like, damn, they're tired of the fighter. Like, they're ready to give up or some shit because yep. they've just been getting their ass whooped the entire time. <laughs> that should be like, damn. I can only imagine what you sitting there thinking right now. Like, this dude is over there whooping my ass. <laughs> but shit. Yeah. Um, another thing we want to know is, like, basically, I guess, like, we know you want to make it pro and shit like that. But, like, what's the ultimate goal or, like, the mm-hmm. end goal here? Uh, the end goal is to make it to the UFC someday, and I know that's that's difficult, but I'll even take Bellator, to be honest. But uh, if not that, the ultimate goal is just to have fun with it a little bit. But uh, my brother kind of <laughs> gave me shit. He's like, why do you want to go pro? I was like, I, or he actually said, why do you want to fight? And I just said to have fun with it, and he kind of smirked and went like, 
to have fun with it. If you if you're if you want to fight, the goal is to get to like the UFC and stuff like that because brain health and everything. I don't yeah, think yeah. you should be having fun with MMA. But at the end of the day, I want to have fun and I want to make Bellator or UFC or something like that. But uh, yeah, I I just like to have fun out there. I like to hit people in the face and just uh <laughs> just show how hard I'm working too at the yeah, same yeah. time. Make my family proud. Yeah. So. After let's say you make it to that UFC, what, what's the what's the plan afterwards? Are you not even? I'm not even thinking of that. I, I'm, that's a honestly, it's a pretty big milestone, John. After I mean, you win it's the lottery, a... what are you gonna do with that? <laughs> that's I mean, because like I feel like I think you're capable of making it to the UFC, and then it's like just getting into it, winning an actual belt, yeah, maintaining I mean, a belt. You know, I feel like getting in it is just as challenging. Like, but that's, yeah, yeah, dude. And once you get in, of course you're gonna want to get you know, yeah, the best but, status and shit. I'll be honest, I haven't even thought about the UFC since I fought. Obviously, someday I want to be there. But uh, honestly, looking back at like how far I've come from being that chubby uh, seventh grader, you know, to being here, I honestly didn't think I'd be fighting if I had to go back to seventh grade. I thought I'd be like be like what do you call it a food challenger on youtube eating hot dogs and shit like that that was the goal <laughs> yeah. Yeah, i was just gonna say i what, loved my what food you man see yourself doing if it wasn't for fighting like oh, if man. if you were to talk to your seventh grade self like what do you think i am and he looks at you he's like you know what it looks like if the engineering program was really then, good or... back then i don't honestly i don't know that was questionable what i was gonna do in the future i didn't see myself fighting until literally uh summer of my senior year because it just kind of hit me like I'll, I'll just do that but uh back in my fourth grade class we had like a booklet that said what we want to be in 10 years and i said i wanted to be in the wc and be an mma fighter so oh, i guess i've always wanted to be that <laughs> but okay <laughs> uh if i didn't if i didn't want to be a professional fighter i, I would want to do something like delivery driving or something like that oh, which is i i just like driving around the you know, around the state and shit like that. So that that would be like your dream job. Dream, God, I don't. Dream job would be like running a gym or something like that. Oh, no, In the future, we want to. We might have some. Yeah, right. We had some discussions about that. Ourselves. <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be just super cool, and I'd just be internally grateful if I was able to achieve that. So. <clears throat> uh, so you say you're working with the kids of a father coaching wrestling. How, yeah. How's that going? Uh, so coaching of a father, I've been. It's gonna be my third year being the head coach. Uh. It has its challenges with COVID and everything. I mean, the rules for here sure. for Wisconsin are crazy. Uh, we're supposed to wear our mask during wrestling matches, which if you guys tried wrestling with the mask on, they, they just say <laughs> yeah, don't they just? Yeah, so it's it's a little tricky. Um, it's been almost two years since we've wrestled because last year we didn't get a season because of COVID. So I feel like we're going to be a little rusty, but uh, I think our kids are willing to work hard to kind of make up for lost times last year. Uh, otherwise, working at La Follette, I'm security. You know that has its challenges. The, yeah. the kids, man, sometimes they don't want to go to class. Uh, <laughs> my my fighting side wants to come Let's in. Let's talk factor, a little bit about but... that. Let's talk a little bit about that. Have yeah. you have you ever gotten to the point now where you have done it, but where you're just like, just touch me, just lay your oh, hands on me, <laughs> dude? Plen- oh, probably over 20 times this year. Really? There's a, there's been a kid that gives me an attitude, and I'm just like, he just 
doesn't know, man. Like, <laughs> like, like I might have lost a couple fights, but this kid, this kid's going down if he swings at me. I've I've told a couple of kids, you know what? Sign a contract to chosen few. We go a couple goes, and you know they'll kind of play it off like ah maybe, or they'll just say no, and I'm like yeah, because you know what would happen. <laughs> to go with that, I know how professional like boxers have to sign or they can't like get into a fight like a street fight. Yeah, because it's you're a boxer like legally, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you got weapons on your hands. Is it the same with you? <laughs> Like, can you... <laughs> Dude, because I, I know Conor McGregor has that rule. Yeah, like if he gets in a street fight, yeah. he's, he's going to jail. I don't know if I do. Is it because you're an amateur fighter still, or is it different if your brother were to get in a street fight? I want to say maybe Dante has I thought that it was rule. trained fighters in general. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I, mean, I already I look it up. So I don't know. Right. I know Dante since he's a professional would probably okay. <laughs> probably looks bad anyway. So like it looks bad. Like yeah, professional but... fighter Dante Skiro just beat up. Yeah, dude at a bar. Hey, it would be hey. it'd be pretty cool to have that rule. I'm just come on. All I'm saying is it's not his fault if somebody at the bar is trying to get yeah. their ass beat. If yeah. you're trying to get your ass beat, bro, <laughs> I think self-defense <laughs> is still self-defense. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I got to do what I got to do. It's not my fault that I'm just professionally good at this shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you can be like, you said, what? I'm a bitch. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> like, no. Nah, I feel like if you hit me, yeah, sorry. You're about to fuck. <laughs> yeah, you fucked up. You picked the wrong one. <laughs> nah, man. Most of the kids Show are pretty. Oh man, no. kids aren't that bad though. M- most of the kids are pretty chill, but you know, there's there's a good like 20, 25 kids I've really wanted to just say yeah. something, but we're I'm respectful, you know. Of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How's it like like working with like teachers that you had? Oh, at- that that's actually kind of cool. You know, a lot of people would think yeah. that's kind of weird. But, you know, a lot of them are just, like, in awe, like, holy crap, you work here now? And, you yeah, know, it's, it's cool because you kind of went from that teacher-student relationship to kind of, like, a co-worker, co-worker friend yeah, relationship. Yeah, so, <laughs> um, and we we joke around. <coughs> I mean, I, I love the staff at LaFouille. It's hands down. Do you cool. call them by their first name or do you still because... Dude, I'm weird. Sometimes that's, that's I'll, I'll call them by their first name, last name, friend, I'll... I, <laughs> Different labels. Yeah. I don't know, man. Okay. It all depends. It That's all depends. Is there still any teachers that are like, you got to call me Mrs. Miss? <laughs> no. Mrs. No. no, actually, no. I'll just, I'll call no, them by their first name, right. last name. It, it don't matter. I mean, I don't think they can, so. I was going to say, no, we're equals. I work they, here. They call me by my first name <laughs> yeah. and even my full name, Salvatore, which a lot of people don't know that's my full name, which is crazy. And that some reason they find it difficult to pronounce. Like, Salvatore. Is it that hard? Because I'll. Is, is I'll, it Salvatore or like Salvatore? Salvatore. Salvatore, Salvatore. Okay. The kids will go like, I'll go like, hey, here's my name, Salvatore. And then they'll kind of pause. And I'm like, or you could say Salary. I'll go with that one. I'm like, it's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> just say it's really it. just Vatore. Yeah. <laughs> just say my full name. But, just as easier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Damn. How do you like uh, like connect with the kids and shit, like coaching and stuff? So, uh... I think being around their age or close to their age is mm-hmm. a good thing because um, if I was like this 40, 50, 60-year-old dude coming up to them going like, hey, man, you should wrestle. You know, wrestling sometimes <laughs> kids question it just because of what we wear in our matches and shit. They will yeah, probably be yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah. But since I'm a kid around their age and they know I fight and, and I'm respectful and cool, it kind of helps a little bit. But uh, most, like Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but for the most part all the kids respect me besides those few that are just fucking hard and they want to act like they're tough and shit but did yeah. you know the the head coach at La Fala when you like did you know him personally before you started wrestling because uh, of like your older brothers so Carlito started first you remember mm-hmm. yeah so he started 
way back in third grade and then the year after we started. Gary um, Gary Skiles is who you're talking about. He's been there for he's been there for 25 years. So I I knew Gary for a long time. Okay, because mm-hmm. you know the movie Rocky. Rocky. I always yeah. picture him yeah. talking to you like if you were Rocky, oh, dude. Like you gotta get at him, man. Yes. <laughs> Rocky. Rocky's my all time favorite series. I love those movies so much. But Gary reminds me of uh, who? Who is? Is it Mickey? Yeah, Mickey's the old guy. And that's who he reminds me. Of. <laughs> that's why I was like, man, I could just picture him like talking to you. Like, oh yeah. I was like, do you hype your kids up like that, or do you take more of a like? Since you're like you said, you're more level headed and calm. Yeah, I'm pretty calm, but w- when I need to get serious, I will. But I'm not. I don't. I wouldn't say I'm like Mickey. Okay. But you know, I'll, I'll get a little. You gotta get in there. You gotta. <laughs> I'll get a little furious or like pissed or try and hype him up yeah. in some way. Type shit though. Type shit though. Uh, but we've talked a little bit about your family. Uh, just like, I guess, like, where is everybody else at with the fighting style and stuff like that? Where are they? Because you guys all did wrestling. Process, right? So, uh, Carlito fought for a little bit. He's three and one. He hasn't fought in almost two years. I'm not sure if he will fight again, but you're, you never want to force someone to fucking try and fight in the cage again. If he doesn't want to fight, he so be it. Fight, yeah. yeah, he has a decent record, three and one. I mean, he could live with that. Uh, Franny wrestles at Parkside. Uh, he's a. He's the best wrestler we had in LaFalle history, and he's still trying to All-American or win Nationals there, so I give him credit, man. He's been in college for, Damn. I think, his fourth or fifth year now. Yeah, he came into Whitewater for a little stint. Yeah, we had dude. had a class together. And dude, back in, like, 2017, man, I was I was trying. That's when I was trying to wrestle, but now it's 2021. He's still in college. Technically, I think he's a freshman now. Still, oh, wow. Because he had that MCL surgery. He had that oh, co- free damn. COVID year, redshirt year. But he he's doing that. He's he's looking good. I hope he uh I hope he all Americans or win nationals. He deserves that. Uh, otherwise Dante, yeah, he he loves his fighting. Like that's number one thing he focuses on in life. And I hope he gets to the UFC someday. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, that would be sweet. Um, otherwise my mom isn't too big into it, especially after what happened in my last fight. I I get it, but <laughs> oh yeah. And she she just said, why not be done with it? And I'm just like, I want I want to keep going. Like yeah, I can't end that. on a loss like we that, man. If, if anybody knows me, like I I try to work my ass off off of setbacks and shit like that just to make sure that never happens again but and did it do you think it demotivated you or motivated you oh man it at first like obviously it it sucked really bad just because how many people came to support me and saw me it it wasn't like a super bad not i just i went out for a second then just losing is losing losing is losing man no matter what losing sucks uh but i'm motivated as shit you know a little frustrated just because i'm not in the gym with the guys right now because i'm coaching and stuff like that but once the season's done, I'm just as motivated. That's why I've been lifting, trying to put on some muscle, and yeah, just work my ass off. So whoever I have next, uh, it's gonna be a bad day for them. That's, yeah. Okay. When are you hoping to have your next fight? I'm hoping by April and May next year. So wrestling hmm. season ends at the end of February. I'll be literally the day after I'm able to get back. I'm hmm. I'm gonna be right back in that gym and hopefully in tip top shape to go by early summer, or right before it. So. Yeah, that's what's up. How like, what's the process like after the fight? Like, how long before the next fight? Or like, does it? So crazy thing is, I had my first fight in 2019 in September, and then uh, a whole year passed before I had my next fight because oh. uh, COVID didn't hit. Actually, that wasn't COVID yet, but it just we couldn't find a fight. I had wrestling season. I was coaching and mm-hmm. stuff, and then just had a hard time finding a fight. And then I was actually about to pig out one day at like some festival up north in Wisconsin. And my uh, manager messaged me and he said, Hey, we have a fight booked for you next month. I'm like, oh, shit, shit. okay, let's go. Yeah. And my weight was pretty good. So I was able to do that. 
Um, otherwise, I had three fights this year, literally, like, in a four-month span. So I fought mm-hmm. in May, May 7th. I lost that one to the number one ranked guy. And then in July, I fought in Iowa. And then in September, I fought in uh, the Minota Terrace. So I'm willing to fight three, four times a year. But at the same time, I think it's good to take a break, maybe yeah. fight, like, once or twice a year. But yeah. it really all depends on the fighter if they want to fight multiple times or they want to stick to one fight and try to get better throughout the year and maybe fight again at the end of the year all depends how long do you think that you want to be in the sport like how old do you think you want to be when until you like retire i guess well i just saw glover to share in the ufc win a belt at 42 years old i'm not trying to fight till 42 years old uh if ideal for me would probably be like 35 if it all went perfect but Hmm. Time you you only live once, so if I want to fight to him forty two, I'll fight to him forty two. I don't give a shit. But also, I want to be safe at the same time. True. All depends, man. I'm not sure. Okay. I got a couple just quick questions since we're talking about your family a little bit. You guys all did wrestling, right? Who is the best? Oh, the te- best technical wrestler. The best technical wrestler. Because I know for uh, like Franny, is it? Is he just technically better than, like, let's say you? Because you guys are twins, so you yeah. guys are the same age, just different weight classes. Mm-hmm. So is he just technically better, or is it just the weight class that makes it He he was, he was just so technical. But he also fucked with the opponents, man. He he would toy with them a lot. <laughs> I would have to show you some videos, man. He, he made kids just look like shit, and I felt so bad. I mean, I tried to do the same thing. I was, Franny was the most technically sound wrestler we had in the family. I was really not technical. I was just kind of like a, I don't know. I used my strength to get my takedowns mm-hmm. and shit. And then I'll try and toy with them on top. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Franny was just a different type of animal. So, I really wasn't good till senior like, year. Okay. I finally made it to state. But Franny was even better than your oldest brother. Franny, yeah, Dante actually started basically in high school, so he didn't have much time. Oh, to and you get guys have been there. doing it for a while. Yeah, yeah, Franny was. We wrestled since third grade, so Franny was always so pretty solid. That you were put into a sport. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a good sport, man. You know what's crazy? All these kids, like in high school, they say they don't want to wrestle, and then like a couple of years pass, and they're like, "Damn, I wish I would have fucking wrestled." I'm like. I mean, you could go to college and try wrestling yeah. or shit. I mean, that's a different. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, but I'm like, well, shit, you should have wrestled in high school, man. Yeah, I definitely have a few friends. that's like, yeah, bro, I definitely should have wrestled. I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got the opportunity, bro. What can you do now? Yeah. <laughs> shit. Yeah. Another quick one. More about wrestling. <laughs> How long were you and Franny even? So was it like he picked up wrestling like Dude. really quick, and then it was like. Fourth grade, it's like, yeah, I, can't I think wrestle. Franny picked it up real quick. It, I didn't pick it up till I made it to state as a really when when dad say, like, my my kid's so good and he's a youth wrestler, you never know. The kid could be end up being a shit wrestler in high school. So I made it to state in seventh grade. I I wasn't good, I just got lucky or, mm, or maybe I worked hard and I it <laughs> uh, came to fruition. But no, I I was never good until senior year. So, Junior year, I started to hit my stride. I was one away from going to state. I lost in the semis, a sectional. And then senior year, I don't know, I just kept working hard, and it finally just caught up to me, and I got there. So, so, oh, if you got another one, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. CC, because I had a couple just lined up before they escaped. a couple and said two. So this is actually a few, but whatever. All right, <laughs> I have a few. <laughs> <laughs> you know how John is when it comes to being technical. Anyway, 
Are you Carlitos and Dante's fighting styles alike, completely different? Like to the point where it's like you are obviously the grappler, Dante's the striker, and then I don't know what Car- I don't know. Carlitos like a mixture of both and just uh, Carlitos more of a wrestler, I would say. I, I try to mix it up. I'm I'm a smart fighter though. If I got to keep it on the feet, I'll just make yeah. sure I'm not getting put in the brawl. If I'm on the ground, I'll make sure I'm controlling. Uh, Dante, Dante's really good on the feet. I just don't think he's really had a chance to show because a lot of people want to take him down. He's pretty uh, tall too, right? Really tall kid. Yeah. So I was gonna say, like at mm-hmm. that point, your oh. your reach is a lot he's longer a than mine. Six one, six two. So he has a pretty good reach. Dante, I mean, you check out Showtime on Bellator. You see, he has a fight next man. He's gonna he's gonna look good. Uh, for me, yeah, I just I like wrestling too. So it's. <laughs> Obviously, I want to get the knockout again, but I'm I'm willing to mix it up and shit. But yeah, I'd consider myself more of a wrestler in my fights. Okay, okay. And then my last one, since we were going through a couple. Go ahead, <laughs> you know. Um, no, 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 no. At family events or any situation where all all of you guys are kind of under the same roof, is it like you guys are just completely calm? Egos are outside of the door. This is dude. You'll be surprised at how calm we could be. To be uh, honest, because I'm like, if you guys are all wrestlers, like I feel like me personally, my brother, like if he bumps me, I'm like yeah. you gotta say sorry. Like you I said, think I'm that sorry. That's just you. Yeah. Dude. I think that's you gotta just say sorry you, right dude. now. One of them, like, Bro, he'd be at the gym. He'd be at the gym when he's got pumped. He'd be like. <laughs> I'm like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah, and he's not a fighter, so I can. <laughs> it's because Michael also would just come randomly and just like fuck with me, and I'm like, right, you gotta shit. Yeah. And I'm like, what I'm sitting fuck? here, and you came out of nowhere, so now what? Yep. Is so... it like that with you guys, or is it just dude? So Carlito's like the laid back one. He won't really do that. Uh, Franny, Franny will talk shit a little bit, you know, but he, he's a pips. He actually hold up. He's not a pipsqueak anymore. That, that, this kid has gotten buff as shit. No oh, shit. Like. A few months ago, I was like, dude, are you taking roids? Because his biceps were two times the size of mine. I'm like, this is fucked up. Oh, and, then, and this kid's only 150, 160. I was Getting almost 200 swole. at the time. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, Dante's the one that'll get, like, physical and shit and play with you and try and fart in your face and shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> play some pranks. Okay, that's what I pictured, but if you would have told me, like, no, man, like, as soon as we step in through that door, we're just... Oh. Nah, How nah you doing, man? I'll tell you, I'll, dude. I'll tell you what. At the Chosen Few gym, like me and Dante, whenever we have like a sparring go, or me and Carlito, the whole the whole gym will stop and just just watch it. Just watch. Because you never know. Because Carlito, actually, I got cut on my eye two weeks before my first fight. Because Carlito headbutted me in the face, not oh, yeah. not on purpose, just because I was getting a little uh, heated with my punches and trying to throw too hard, and he ended up just kind of. I don't know, spazzing mm. out or something, collided heads. But me and Dante will always have those rough-ass goals. And he'll try to put me on my ass. Not not to the head, but to the body. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's always fun because everybody likes to just sit and watch. And I'll try and have my moments. But at the end of the day, he's a pro. Yeah. He's going to fuck yeah, me up. Yeah, yeah. But I'm also not going to be a bitch and stand <laughs> down. So Has all this brought you and your oldest brother a lot closer? Because I don't know the age gap between it. Because, like, so, me and my brother are, like, what, 12 years apart and I, yeah, um, me and Dante are pretty close, but he's in Colorado, which which sucks. It got to me a little bit. Yeah. It still does, but at the end of the day, he's uh, he's trying to do what he wants to do to be, get to the highest level of the sport, which is the UFC, which he's in Bellator, so he's close. Uh, but yeah, we we talk and just make sure we're all we're okay. doing the shit we got to do. But um, otherwise, me and Franny and we're we're all close. Okay. Look out for each other, making sure everything's fine. But we all have our goals. At the end of the day, we want to achieve so. We, we try to hope nothing gets in our way. So And four brothers, right? 
Uh, yeah, so me and then three others. Yeah, that's the goal. Yes, the yeah. train right there. That's oh, the yeah. Boys, boys, <laughs> boys, Does your brother have a, a set date not. for when his oh, fight is? He's trying to fight in December or January. So he, mm-hmm. he was currently, I think he was on vacation in Colorado somewhere in the mountains. But he's always training. He's always in shape. Luckily for him, he's always around 170 <laughs> or 180s. I, I tend to eat a little bit and get heavy in weight. So I uh, actually I weighed the most I ever have in my life, which was 208 a few days ago. Which is because I haven't been doing cardio. Once I start getting into the gym again, I'll start naturally weighing around 198, something like that. Right. And I'm I'm also the bigger brother. Like if you if you were to see a side by side photo of me and Dante, I'm the I'm the bigger set guy. But it don't matter. It makes me feel good that I'm the bigger guy anyway. So whatever. He's filming you. Yeah. <laughs> this guy. Really That's how I feel like standing next to Mike, but too. Yeah. He's a little taller. <laughs> really to we all know where the muscles. I really are. think he looked like a bull when he was <laughs> in the He's always always trying to flex in the front. Yeah, he's, he's always trying to flex. All the charges and shit. Oh, I got his arms right now. IBF pro. If you see it, he's just like. He said he was going to take the pictures once he was ready. (laughs) This is just a long bulk, so, you know. Right. (laughs) A long long bulk. (laughs) Anyway, all that negativity over there. That's crazy. Go ahead and ask your question. You know what, though? (laughs) (laughs) forgot. (laughs) We talked about it, really, because I was going to ask, like, I know growing up, um, like, I had two brothers and shit, and we fight, like, all the fucking time. Mm -hmm. So it's just, like, growing up, I was going to ask, like, growing up, was that how you guys, like, settled shit? Oh, dude. To the mat. And shit. I was that that chubby kid. Me and Carlito were chubby in middle school, so Dante and not really Franny. Franny was small as shit. He was probably the size of this thing in fourth grade. (laughs) Uh, But fucking Dante, man, he would uh, goof around with us all the fucking time, man. But it was, oh, it was so fun. Like, Every day was different. You never knew what was gonna happen. <laughs> like uh, a few months ago, Carlito bought this like taser online, and he uh, he brought it to he brought it to my house, and he he started like zapping it a little bit. I'm like, dude, I don't even know what you're gonna fucking try doing. And he he does it to my thigh once. And it's like, oh, I don't know if you ever been tased before. No, it's, I, it's, I don't know if it's as effective as like the police tasers, but it, it didn't feel too good. But the worst part is when you can't see it coming. And he came to my back area and he's zapping. I'm like, what? What does that feel like, though? It's like, oh, my. For me, I felt like, you know, know, like, like, you know, the little gum that you pull? Yeah, yeah. Instead of, like, just your arm, it felt like your whole body was, (laughs) like, just kind of shaking a little bit like that. Didn't feel like you got, I don't know what it feels like to get stabbed, but it was like a. Imagine drawing to you. Maybe because they caught you off guard. Yeah, like, that didn't. My worst fear is getting stabbed. I would not, I would rather get shot than stabbed because I don't want to feel a sharp-ass blade going to my goat. Really? really? Yeah, yes. definitely rather get shot than yes, stabbed. Yes, yes, yes. You rather get you would stabbed? rather get shot than stabbed. You rather get stabbed? I'd, yeah, I'd rather get shot than stabbed. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, because okay, I, I don't want to see that sharp ass play go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I'm good it, on that. It's just because it's never gonna be just once. That yeah, it's gonna be either. multiple, it's right? Like one, <laughs> you don't feel three, <laughs> one of them hoes, bro. Yes, like, but you know, shit. a shot can either like put you out instant, or sometimes like you're in such shock. You yeah, feel. the adrenaline just you know. You but the like, knife, wow. you'll feel go in and you'll feel go out. Bro, like, imagine like somebody. Twist. Oh man. Oh man. And it's just like yeah, you have to like physically watch somebody do that to you like up yep. close and personal, bro. <laughs> like damn, that's worse. Let's hope it never happens, right? Of course, of course. <laughs> And oh great! You're gonna <laughs> me. You better kill me. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the way it's going to go. That must suck fighting back, st- like after you've been stabbed. Dude, 
Your whole body just shuts down. Especially depending on where they get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have your eyes look crazy. Yeah, all fucked up. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. we appreciate you. We appreciate having you coming yeah, on the show. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's how not it goes. easy to just flow it off, is it? Yeah, we're making fun of me last time. Go ahead, close <laughs> it off. <laughs> I fucking hate you, Michael. Uh, but shit, yeah, appreciate having you on the show, man. Uh, if you have anything that you want to say to the camera, we usually like the guys say like last few words. Dude, and shit. I like it's so good to see you guys again. Yeah. Like I haven't seen you in probably yeah, God, I'm three years maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, and high school. Yeah, but uh, no, it's good to see everybody again. Uh, just hopefully someday I can make it to the top. Just uh, I'm going to keep working hard and just keep doing what I'm doing. But for anybody that has doubt out there or has aspirations, just never give up and make sure you're working your butt off to get there. But yeah, this this was fun. I loved it. Yeah, man. Loved it. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, yeah no problem. Thank you for having me on. Thank well, you. On that note, we'll end it there. So uh, catch you guys on the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Michael's a dickhead. This